Hallelujah. 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 What a beautiful day. You know, this time of the year, it's not too hot during the day. It's, it's not too cold at night. You don't really need the heat. And you don't need the air conditioning. It's just a, a beautiful time of the year. Today we got a, a nice breeze blowing through, the sun's shining, leaves are rustling. It's just, wow. It's a great day to sit out here on the swing and, and read the Word of God, contemplate His, His teachings and His ways, and contemplate life. You know, I was, I was out here reading... First Peter today, um, chapter three. I was actually reading all of First Peter, but you know, I was in First Peter chapter three on verse eight. Listen to what the author writes here. Finally, this is Peter writing. He's writing to the church. He says, "Finally, all of you live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble." Do not repay evil with evil, or insult with insult, but with blessing. Because to this you were called, so that you may inherit a blessing. Now pay attention to what he says here in verse 10. For whoever would love life and see good days, must keep his tongue from evil, and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Listen. Sometimes that can be a hard thing, can it? To not repay evil with evil, or insult with insult. But to, to repay evil to repay insult, to repay wrongdoing done to us with blessing. And Peter goes on to point out, that's what we are called to do. For us to receive the blessing, we must be the blessor. If we are expecting God to bless us, and many Christians, I hear many, many Christians walk around and, and, and claim the blessings of God. Lord, throw open the windows of heaven and shower me with your blessings. Oh Lord, I am your child, and your promise is to bless me as your child, that I will prosper, that you have good plans for me. And all these things are true, but sometimes we forget that this is a covenant between us and God. In other words, it's a contract, and we both have responsibilities. The Word of God is true. God will fulfill His responsibilities. So the pressure is on us. The focus that we have to have isn't on trying to convince God to fulfill His end of the agreement, but it is us fulfilling our end of the agreement. You know, I always try to teach people all the time, be the blessing. And it's a, it's a wonderful little signature thing, it's a little... Uh, just a little saying to be the blessing, but I'll tell you, it can be difficult, can't it? When people, especially when people whom you've, you've trusted, you've entrusted your heart to, you've given, you've opened yourself up to, you've given yourself to, emotionally, spiritually, 
physically in a relationship. It's hard to not repay evil for evil. To repay harsh words with harsh words. In the, in the heat of the moment when people are, are arguing and fighting, it's hard for us to put a, a restraint on our, on our tongue, to restrain our words as our anger boils and simmers to its bursting point. It's hard for us not to, to think evil thoughts against people. You know, recently there was a, a bad automobile wreck where uh, a young man was, was traveling in excess of 100 miles an hour, went through a light, hit a SUV with a family in it. Um, we don't know who it is right now who died, but one person died. Several are in critical condition. I was with a friend of mine, a, a person I do care about, and, and they said something that reminded me of this. What they said was, somebody died, I hope it's the boy who was doing a hundred miles an hour that died, it serves him right. And my heart broke. Because as a lover of Jesus, as a follower of Christ, as a child of God, It's not my place to, to wish or pray or hope for evil on anyone. I hope the person who, who perished in that accident was a believer whose place in the kingdom of heaven was secured because their suffering is no more. And in today they will be standing before the most magnificent and almighty God, praising and worshiping? Will they have their hands up? Will they be on their face? Will they sing a song, a heart song to the king? Will they even be able to speak at all? Will they dance? Will they fall down? Will they be so overwhelmed by the magnificent presence that they will be stuck in awe silent worship because regardless of who it was that perished whether it was the young man who was driving or somebody within that family if they didn't know Jesus they will for an eternity be without hope That's the perspective we have to have. As followers and lovers of Jesus, we have to have a heavenly perspective and not an earthly perspective. Our, our perspective has to be from God's perspective and not man's perspective. What that young man did was wrong. It was irresponsible. I'm sure he didn't intend to, to hit anybody. He surely didn't intend to kill anybody in that accident. But... It is not our place to repay evil with evil. Now when Peter Peter is talking, he says, Live in harmony with one another. I want you to know... Well, let's go on. 
Live in harmony with one another. Be sympathetic. Love as brothers. Be compassionate and humble. Stop right there for a minute, the end of verse 8. Understand this. Live in harmony with one another. Our first place is within the, the family of God, our brothers and sisters. How often in church do we have this so-and-so said something or did something? I am... I'm not going to go to them and say anything, but when I sit at my dinner table with other people or at the restaurant, did, can you believe so-and-so did this? Be compassionate, brother, sister. Be long-suffering. Rise above the circumstance. Do not repay evil with evil. They did something that offended you. It is not your place to hang on to the right to repay that wrong if you really have an issue with them still your lips go to them after time in prayer reflection on the word of God reminding yourself who you are spending time before God forgiving them beforehand and then go if you need to still Speak to them about this offense. Go and speak to them with patience, with love, with brotherly love. Go in godliness. Go in holiness. Go in true righteousness. Be quick to forgive. You see, we can't go out and forgive the world of non-believers if we can't forgive our own brothers and sisters within our own family, remember one of the things that separated the church from the rest of the world in the, in the early days, right after, shortly after Christ was crucified, when the church was just mushrooming into existence, was how much we loved one another. Many religions love their God have worship of their God, make sacrifices, and do all the religious activities. But what set us apart as followers of Christ was our love for one another. So if you can't love one another, how, how can you go and love those who are not a part of your family? I'm going to close off. I'm going to read this again. Remember, this is 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 8 to, through verse 12 and he says finally all of you live in harmony with one another be sympathetic love as brothers be compassionate and humble do not repay evil with evil insult with insult but with blessing because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing for whoever would love life and see good days must keep his tongue from evil and his lips from deceitful speech. He must turn from evil and do good. He must seek peace and pursue it. For the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their prayer. But the face of the Lord is against those who do evil. Hallelujah. What a, a wonderful and refreshing word reminding us who we are as followers and lovers of Jesus. You be blessed today, and be the blessing. May the joy of the Lord be upon you. May His face shine upon you. Have a wonderful day. And thank you 
thank you for listening to 12 Minutes with Mickey.